Uh, here's what I wanted to spend uh, just a little bit of time sharing with you and uh, made it possible for you to enjoy. Uh, and the history of it is, uh, is fascinating. Hazrat and Icon came to the West 1910. He came out to California uh, as he was offering his guidance. A woman came to his lectures who was deeply moved, uh, a woman who had already been involved in mysticism named Ada Martin, an American Jewish woman. And uh, she wrote him, uh, you know, she said, I had a very deep experience with him and wrote him, and if there's any way I can study with you, I would like to. And he wrote her a letter back and said, I can train you. This this is the method I want to use, and it will take time. And she became his first disciple in America. She became his most advanced disciple in America. She became the first Murshida, uh, you know, the, his first advanced disciple who he authorized to guide other people. Uh, and in in the late forties. Uh, she ran a conca in uh, Fairfax, not too far from here, you know, 15, uh, 20, you know, a little more, half an hour's drive. And uh, Mayor Baba came to the Bay Area. Uh, I actually don't know if he came, but he, he, he said he, he had come to complete Hazard and Ayat Khan's work. And uh, that caught, caught her heart. And the uh, story is a little more involved than I'm telling, but in the end, she turned the work over to Meher Baba. Uh, her caliph, uh, Samuel Lewis, was with her on it for a while, but then at some moment, he, he must have felt this is the wrong direction for me. or what. Uh, and he left. He left the Conca, and actually the Conca grip burned down. Uh, but that became a group called Sufism Reoriented. So that meant uh, Murshid Sam and then us, his inheritors, had very little in our in our understanding and archive of Rabia Martin or of that history, uh, just what he would tell us. But no, no texts, uh, no none of, no writings of hers. Uh, now, uh, fast forward to uh, not too many years ago, uh, Pierzio was completing his dissertation. Uh, he was consulting with Wally Ali on uh, the, the history of Hazrat and Icon in America, in San Francisco at that time. And uh, Wally Ali had had uh, meetings with uh, Ivy Deuce, who was the Murshida at the time after uh, Rabia had, had died. And uh, so he was aware of a few letters. They had given him one or two letters and directed Pierzia to that. And somehow they had the confidence to give Pierzia uh, very difficult to read, uh, photocopied, handwritten letters of Hazrat and Ayat Khan to his murid, uh, Rabia Martin. Birzia passed those on to us. Uh, I poured through them, and they moved me very, very deeply. It, it 
it touched me in a way of an intimacy of Hazrat and Akayan speaking to his Marid and writing to her. I don't believe we have all the letters he wrote to her because there are seemingly gaps in the discussion or in the in the dialogue, uh, but many of them, and, and so far we don't have her letters to him to uh, compliment. Uh, then we had the circumstance of, well, could we share these letters? Uh, you know, we wanted to get permission from Sufism Reoriented, who, uh, you know, it might seem appropriate to invite them to this gathering, but in their own words, we have no interest in Hazrat and I, Khan. <coughs> so at this moment, they have no, no interest at all. Uh, but I wrote them uh, early on, uh, I'd love to share these letters with our leadership. Uh, they, they, they didn't send me a letter that had a phone number on it or an email, just an address. <laughs> it was a typed letter uh, from their Mershita in, uh, in Washington, D.C. or in that area. And said, no, we have no interest, no interest, and no interest. <laughs> uh, and so I left it then. But then I pursued it about a year ago now. By, it, it took us that long to carefully transcribe the letters and go through them. And it was like I, I, I had in my office a, a microscope, not a, what do you call that, magnifying glass, and then another one. You know, sometimes I try to say, well, is this letter this or is this? And, you know, just, uh, you know, many, much of the words were right, quite readable. But, and uh, we got them all transcribed, and uh, Piercy and I had a dialogue, and, you know, I, I said, well, if I, if I don't get permission, I'll probably do what I please anyway, but, <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, but I wrote them, and I, I wrote them again, and finally they wrote and said, hey, you know, we don't really care. These don't mean anything to us. Do whatever you want. So, uh, uh, here they are. <laughs> uh, I want, you know, they're, they're far too much richness for us to share in half an hour, but if I whet your appetite, uh, you'll get one for yourself there. I've printed them up so that there's enough for everyone to purchase. Uh, you know, they, they just passed on the Kinko's cost to you. And uh, such an intimate glance into the, into the relationship. Uh, just to explain a little more about the, the structure of the, the book, uh, also connected with the Piersi, uh uh, some of you have read the, the compendium he put together called The Pearl and Wine. So in that is an article uh, by Wally Ali, uh, A Sunrise in the West, and a history of the Hazrat and Icon's legacy in California. And so that whole article didn't seem appropriate to put in here, but an excerpt gave it an excellent overview of the time and space that this happened in. So uh, the letters, if you see, are in uh, kind of a buff paper, and then uh, the article is in white, in white paper. All right? That's the structure of the book. We do have one letter of hers 
April 17th, 1911. I think I'll skip right over that. <laughs> and uh, here's the first letter we have to her, and it was probably after he had been in San Francisco, and now he was in Santa Barbara. Uh, he was performing at the Potter Theater. The, the letter is addressed from the Potter Theater, care of Ruth St. Dennis. You know? And I was going to tell that story to Kalaji when she was here playing, you know, how long it took to tune the tambura. Uh, the story comes from there that uh, she would dance, then the Royal Hindustani musicians, he and his brothers and cousin would play, and then she would dance, and one evening the curtain opened, they tuned their instruments for the considerable time it takes. The audience applauded, and the curtain closed. <laughs> Civilized society. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's the 4th of May, 1911. He's written from Santa Barbara to San Francisco to Mrs. Ada Martin, dear madam received your kind letter. I think you are well advanced in this line. I shall be too glad to give you lessons of this, but my style of practice being quite different from you, you will have to learn it from the beginning. I'm going to just skip right along. Uh, I'm not going to read each letter. I'm going to just read a little highlighted things. Uh, now, he, the first thing he does is he gives her zikr practice. He said, sit in, uh, he said, keep it private, like we're doing now. Uh, uh, sit in yoga posture, turning to the left knee, recite la, l, to the right knee, la, to the right shoulder, ha, turn to the liver, and say, el, elahu. So, is it true that liver and heart get confused in, in Urdu? Yeah. So, whether he was referring to the liver or the heart, that'll be up to you. Uh, mantram, la elaha, elalahu, nothing else but God. Concentrate during the practice on the meaning. Do it 200 times in the midnight, counting beads at about 11 p.m. Finish the practice by saying, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. With best wishes, yours respectfully, Anayat Khan. And in it, he actually writes the musical notation that he wants her to sing it in. And it's la 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 with the raised second on the ascending and the flat second on the descending. Without the... Oh, that's okay. I don't want to give a music lesson now. <laughs> okay. 13th June. 1911. This is uh, care of J.R. Pandya from Livingston Hall at Columbia University in New York City. Any of you Columbia graduates? Not a one. Dear Mother, received your last favor. Very glad to know about your advancement in Sufism. So, I, you know, the first one was Dear Madam. Uh -huh. Now we're, we're already in June and it's Dear Mother. Received your last favor. Very glad to know about your advancement in Sufism. It gives me a greater satisfaction that you are experiencing the same result to your practice that I like you to experience. You are the first lady in the Western world whom I have found full of the merits that a Sufi 
possesses in the East with my best wishes and love, yours in the infinite. When I had come. So that's what we titled the, the text, Yours in the, in the Infinite. Also, June, June 19th from Columbia. Dear Mother, again, skipping ahead, you must rest assured that all your spiritual guides under the chain are responsible for your development. You must rest assured that all your spiritual guides under the chain are responsible for your development. The feelings that you've expressed in your letter are just the feelings I want you to have. I never want you to have the feelings that generally those who have the spiritual craze may have of seeing wonderful sights, having magical powers, and all sorts of crazy ideas. I want you to find out the God in the usual things that you are experiencing by the five senses. I am guiding you towards the path of love and wisdom, and I'm glad to know that you are following the same direction. May you advance day by day and not only become like myself, but become my, the word is missing, self. You know, there were photocopies and some things just didn't get out. What myself, my internal self, my external self, I wish you to remain at last, nothing but love and light. With best wishes, I am yours in the infinite. June 30th. And then she's living on O'Farrell Street, 1504 O'Farrell in San Francisco. I am glad to see that you are prolonging your Sufi practices with great interest and wish you every advancement in it. The present course that I have asked you to exercise is the best, the easiest, and real source of gaining the psychic powers, but you will gain it more and more as what you will proceed on. After getting accomplished in the present course, I will direct you to the psychic laws when you will be prepared to follow them. Don't you care for the psychic powers? It is nothing. It will come of itself. You will be above this. The present practice of zikr is to purify your material existence with the love and affection. Lines missing. It is, a, is as a goldsmith puts gold into a jug and then purifies and cleans it and makes it an ornament of it according to his will. The practice of zikr makes a kind of fire lighted in the body and the heart. You feel warm affection to whatever you see or hear or experience with any of the five senses. Don't you feel it? Now what you have to do is this, to see every form and think of la elaha illallahu means the form that you see, may it be human, bird, animal, tree, stone, anything, even your body. Consider nothing but the form of God. So now you have to impress upon yourself as strongly as possible 
that the form or the body that you see and also the body of your own is the body of God Almighty. Let's do that for a minute, okay? Whatever you see, identify it as La Elaha Elalahu. Even the thought of yourself. <laughs> P.S. The presence of mind that you feel near is the infinite self of mine that is very complementary. It is the proof of your advancement in Sufi studies. Now, just to consider, this is 1911 in June. It's before July, his birthday, so he's born in 1882. How old would he be? 29 years old. I don't know, you know, quite a few of you are guides in this path. To have the, the emptiness uh, and confidence to say to your guide, to your Marid, to use you as the way of concentrating on God. Even that takes a lot. 29 years old. I don't know how old she is. I don't know her, her birthday. We can, I'm sure we could find that out. The words of mine that you have heard are the promise of the embodiment of the chain, represented as my words. You must take it as God's promise for your salvation. The dream that you saw was of my Lord, my love, my Father, my Master, my Murshid, in whom I have already sacrificed myself. The ceremony was nothing but the assurance of your being united by the bayat the initiation in the chain of Sufis. Also, it was the re realization of your being one of them. Yours, I.K. Fifth July, on his birthday, he's writing a letter to her on his birthday. <laughs> it, may be, it may not be that the uh, uh, Hindustani person has the same relationship to the day of their birth that we might. And it, it may be that the Western calendar may be different than his celebration of his birthday. I wouldn't know. But it is his birthday. 5th July, 1911. Dear Mother, received your very kind letter of the 28th, which filled me with love and satisfaction. I am specially glad to see that you are progressing in the direction that I wanted. Dear Mother, don't you have any aim in life but the self-realization, and one cannot realize oneself on one to, until one gives up all the aims of life and sticks to the one. Uh, let me read it to you again. Dear Mother, don't you have any aim in life but the self-realization, and one cannot realize oneself until one gives up all the aims of life 
and sticks to the one. All praise of your advancement in this line is due to our masters in chain who are sending the vibrations of their joy and their love and their peace. And let, see if you can also let that into your field. All praise to your advancement in this line is due to our masters in the chain who are sending their vibrations of joy, of love, and of peace, yours in the infinite. 17th July, still at Columbia. Now in the present practice of Ficker. I think most of you will know that uh, when we say a Ficker practice, it means a recitation of Zikr on the breath. And then we use it more broadly to uh, the Ficker of a phrase, so keeping a sacred phrase on the breath. On the breath. But in this case, it's referring to a Zikr. Now in the present practice of Ficker, you should be careful in doing it according to my previous directions, <laughs> which we don't have. While practicing Ficker, you must clear off all thoughts from the mind and strongly think of your Murshid, not with the help of the photos, but the figure of Murshid that is in your memory conscious and in your thought, and do not let any other thought enter your mind at all, and do not hold your breath too much, take it easy, then try to watch your breath day and night, continuing the same practice. After some days, it will be so much accustomed to the practice that you will not take a single breath unconsciously. That's my, my favorite line in these letters. After some days. <laughs> okay, all right, well. <laughs> you know, some of us have been approaching it for 40, uh, you know, 40 plus years. And after some days. <laughs> but I think the secret is then try to watch your habit day and night, continuing the same practice. Make a habit. After some days, it will be so much accustomed to the practice that you will not take a single breath unconsciously, and then you will be praying to God Almighty for day and night, all the movements. Try not to lose even a single breath without the mantra, and see the grand result you will experiencing. You will experience, hoping all is well with you, yours in the infinite. In the present practice of Zikr, it is better if you keep looking from your heart to your heart from 15 minutes to an hour. It will do good also to keep some incense burning while practicing Sufic exercises. Now, he's from Mother India, so that's not surprising. Uh, besides meditation, keep on always watch the breath during the day and the night, and it all works, walking, sitting, sleeping, and all actions. Do not let a single breath go without La ilaha illallahu. There is no sin for the Sufi but this to be unconscious of the breath. So make a habit of it, and I'm sure you will do it. So make it a habit, and I'm sure you will do it. Leave all thoughts of the world while meditating and construct 
the phenomena of the Merced in your thought with all force of will and affection. With all force of will and affection. Hold it strong all the time during the meditation. This will develop you a great deal. Whatever figures and persons you see, good and bad, small and big, consider them all the different shapes and figures and names of Murshid and nothing else. This will make you pass through the degree of Fanafiche. Dear Mother, yours in the infinite, and I have gone. That was 23rd July, so it's really been three months. So uh, let's spend a minute and do that practice together. So breathing out, la, el, la, ha. Breathing in, el, a, la, hu. Continue on. Leave all the thoughts of the world while meditating and construct the phenomenon of Murshid in your thought with all force and will of affection. Hold it strong all the time during the meditation. This will help you a great deal. Reminds me of a, a line of my friend. He says, uh, "Meditation is a solitary practice, best done in groups." Such a beautiful atmosphere together. Uh, I'm going to read you this letter. Not time to teach you this practice, but uh, just to again uh, invite you into this practice. Received your two kind letters. Very glad. Oh, this is seventh August. The difficulty of the figure is always hard for the Sufi, but this being the first course, it is very essential to do it, and it will take years to construct it in a concrete form, and after mastering, you will see the golden results that it, that it could not be explained. While hearing music, think of the same figure. While seeing different figures, cover all the figures with your ideal figure, and in this way, see your Murshid eyes closed as well as eyes open, music, and especially vocal music and poetry 
will help you a great deal in this. And you know, later when, when the gathas are developed, uh, there are stages of developing uh, the capacity to hold uh, concentration, to hold a thought in concentration through uh, looking at the different symbols, the triangle, the star, the dot in the circle, then the candle, uh, five minutes, eyes open, five minutes, and so on. Uh, uh, so he, he stretched out this training, but gave it to her in a, you know, direct, very direct form. The following, the following mantra is called Darud and is the best thing to recite in the morning. This is the praise of the perfection of nature in the form of matter and spirit, and this will create divinity, imminence, and give you spiritual power and devotion. After mastering this for a few days, I will guide, to, guide you how to use it for different affairs. So that, that guidance doesn't show up in the letters. I'm going to read the rest of the letter before I give you the practice. And it's funny because uh, when I first read it in the, you know, the handwriting form, I had, I had read to say it 11 times a day. And so I right away learned it. And I've been saying it 11 times a day since that day. But it, what it says here is slightly different. It says, recite 1,100 times every morning. and It's a long practice. Too. I mean, it, it would take you a, a long time. I, think I, did, I didn't time it, but it's, it's got to be an, over an hour. Uh, I did do it once 11 times, but only one time. Recite 1,100 times every morning and keep incense burning because while you will recite this, all our beloved master's souls will be all around you with love and devotion, respect and humility and intoxication, as well as the great master of the Sufis, Sarkar Muhammad himself, will send his reflection upon you as he sent on the Sufis like Shams Tabriz, Molana Rumi, Saadi, Hafiz, etc. The Sufi that is the author of the Darud has performed great miracles in his life. And it's, the practice is Allahumma salli Allah, Sayyidina Muhammadin wa Allah ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallam. Allahumma salli Allah, Sayyidina Muhammadin wa Allah ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallam. Uh, just a short amount of time, I'm going to skip to a page in 1918. There's so much you, when you read this, you get the picture of where he's traveling, what he's going through. Within less than a year, uh, he's writing to her from England and from Paris, a little bit like Pierzia was speaking about uh, uh, his experiences there. And he's saying, uh, now that your training is almost complete, I can go back to India because you know my purpose is to go back to India to save Hindu music. So he's thinking in 1912, I'm, I'm heading back. You know, I, I've, I've done, I, I planted the seed, you know, good work, I'm out here. Uh, that doesn't unfold quite that way. And, and he does come to uh, California twice again. Uh, but he, he, it took, if you read these letters, for five years he's trying to get back, and you know, he goes through the war, and uh, he's writing. Oh, and I want to tell you, and today, 
our, our little, our, our new son was born and his name is Hidayat. And my daughter Nurnisa is born and please pray for her and, and Begum asks you to pray for her too because you're an American. And there's, there's so much intimacy in there. But now this is from Dundee, Scotland. And it's postmarked 19th November, 1918. My dear mother, my work and responsibilities are grown with my age, and you will see, uh, and if you will see me, you will perhaps not recognize me. I am not the same Mershid in my appearance as you saw before. I look much older than my years. I wonder how your work is pro prospering in America. I am anxious to know of its, of its success. Do you receive lessons regularly by our correspondence department? You know, in, in another letter he's saying to her, we have your picture up at the Conca, you know, uh, we have your picture at the Conca, and we hope that some sculptor will make a bust of you so we can have that at the Conca, you know, for us to remember what a great soul you are. It just is so much love and affection for his Marie. Fikr, Nimaz, and all meditations are necessary. Make it a point to repeat the word Fatah as your wazifa to whisper to yourself a thousand times every day and think of opening all sources for the accomplishment of your life's blessed mission. I myself and all the sincere members of our order are indeed proud of you. Your photograph here it is. Your photograph is placed in the Kanka, and the members point out to the notice of visitors and strangers that this is Murshid's first Murid in the Western world and the first Murshida in the West. And every one of them know and admire how you have striven in your life and are striving hard to bring our blessed order to a great glory in my land. In, in your land, my only wish and prayer is to be with you once again. With my blessings to yourself, to Etta, her, her daughter, your husband, and our beloved helpers and members in the order, Mershid. Okay, so we have, we have a couple minutes. Let's go once around the beads and do Yafata. And so I, I highly advise this, uh, you know, Taking a month and every day do uh, Yafata a thousand times. Uh, you know, I have an e-group with my Marids. I sent the, uh, I asked them to, or, or invited them into the process. And I've been doing this for seven, eight, nine, you know, as long as the e-groups, I've had an e-group with them. And every time I've given them wazifa to say, and, you know, every time a letter goes out. But I'd always give 33 times or at the most 101 times. <laughs> but when I gave a thousand times, there was more deep dialogue about that practice than any others. Everyone's saying, and how did you do this? And how are you this? And the, all these ideas, it, it was fantastic. Yeah, so it was, you know, as one who wasn't, didn't want to challenge people too hard, that the challenge turned into something great. So here we go. Ya fata, ya fata, ya fata, ya fata, ya fata. Ya fata, 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 
Yavada, 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 Yavada. So happy to have this opportunity to share this uh, text with you. Uh, I feel like it's a, a great treasure text for all of us, not not just because of Rabia Martin's, you know, in our lineage of the Rohaniyat, but uh, for all of us. And I'm very happy to share it with you. And uh, the books are printed; uh, they're on a table back there. Uh, just put ten dollars in the envelope and uh, enjoy it.